Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 223 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading both Psalm 29 and Psalm 30 today and our focus is on how weeping may last for a night but joy comes in the morning. So we're a daily 10-minute podcast. Well, we try to be a daily 10-minute podcast. Usually we're like a daily 13-minute and 48-second podcast, but you know we do try to shoot for that 10 minutes. We dig into one or two chapters of the Word of God a day. We discuss it. We try to pull out the main points and generally try to ask and answer a question. I want to encourage you to check out our website, which is Bible2021.com. You can find a transcript for every episode we do, and uh, that goes back to the beginning of 2020, so it's like uh, close to 600 in a row. And if you're going to find the 2020 episodes, you got to go to a different website, it's BibleReadingPodcast.com, but there's like uh, 900,000 words of transcripts, almost a million, something like that, between Bible2021.com and BibleReadingPodcast.com, so check it out. And if you have a question or a comment you want to get to us, you can certainly do that through Bible2021.com because we have a contact page there. So two wonderful and worshipful psalms today. Both of them have several worship songs uh, from the last few decades that are derived from them, including the fairly well-known I'm Trading My Sorrows by Daryl Evans, which I think I've sang in church uh, back in the day probably over a hundred times. Great song, uh, and it's been a while since we've sang it, but there for a while in the uh, 90s and early 2000s, man, that was pretty much an almost every Sunday song for some churches. The first verse of Psalm 29 is kind of interesting in the original Hebrew, especially when you see how modern translations render it and how many different ways they do it. For instance, the CSB Bible says, Ascribe to the Lord you heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength, while the NASB, the New American Standard, says, ascribe to the Lord sons of the mighty. And the NVC says, praise the Lord, you angels. The King James Version says, give unto the Lord, O ye mighty, give unto the Lord glory and strength. So angels, heavenly beings, mighty, sons of the mighty, Which is it? What's going on here? And the interesting thing is that none of the above translations are an exact translation of the text, but the Lexham English Bible, which is put out by Laga Software, uh, is a pretty exact translation, and it reads, Ascribe to Yahweh, O sons of God. Which is interesting, sons of God. This psalm is addressed to the Ben Elim the sons of God. As we talked about a couple of episodes ago, Elohim refers to God often in the Bible, as in the God of the Bible, Yahweh, but it is a word that the Hebrew writers also used of other heavenly beings as well. So this psalm is addressed to probably these other heavenly beings and is telling them to worship God, the one and only chief and head and king of kings and lord of lords God, and give him his due recognition and glory, which is yet another proof that though the Bible mentions that there are many different kinds of Elohim, many heavenly creatures, what what some might call minor deities or something along those lines, there's only one God that is over all creatures on earth, under the earth, and in heaven, and all of the Elohim, and all of the souls, and all of the created ones, and all of the multiverses bow down to Yahweh, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I love verse 4 and 5, changing the subject. 
in Psalm 30, especially how it's rendered in the Lexham English Bible, which we're going to read the whole psalm, both of them today in the LEB translation. Verses 4 and 5 of Psalm 30 says, Sing praises to Yahweh, you his faithful ones. Give thanks to his holy fame, for there is a moment in his anger, there is a lifetime in his favor. Weeping lodges for the evening, but in the morning comes rejoicing. So when we think of God, it's important for us to think of him in truth as the Bible reveals him. God is indeed gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in love, but he is angered by sin and injustice. The fact of life is that for every human in creation, there will be times of weeping and difficulty. Sometimes those times of weeping and difficulty will be our fault, brought on by our sins and our actions and our weaknesses and our bad decisions, and other times by the sins of other people, and still other times by the simple trials and rigors of living in a world that is fallen. We will have tribulation, says Jesus, We will have weeping, says our psalm today, but there will be joy in the morning. This is the testimony of the Old Testament and the New Testament. God is faithful. Tears will end. There will be no crying in eternity, says Revelation 21.4. Charles Spurgeon, in commenting on that beautiful promise of there being no more tears, writes, We shall come to this place of no more tears if we are believers. Sorrow shall cease. Tears shall be wiped away. This is the world of weeping, but it passes away. There will be a new heaven and a new earth, so says the verse of Revelation 21, and therefore there will be nothing to weep over concerning the fall and its consequent miseries. In the second verse of Revelation 21, note how it speaks of the bride and her marriage. The lamb, Jesus' wedding, is a time for boundless pleasure and tears would be out of place. The third verse says that God himself will dwell among men and surely at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore and tears can no longer flow. What will our state be when there will be no more sorrow, no more crying? Neither shall there be any more pain. This will be more glorious than we can as yet imagine, says Spurgeon. O eyes that are red with weeping, cease your scalding flow, for in a little while you will know no more tears. None can wipe tears away like the God of love, but he is coming to do it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Come, Lord, and don't delay, for now both men and women must weep. The head may be crowned with thorny troubles now, but it will wear a starry crown ere long. Thy hand may be filled with cares. It will sweep the strings of the harp of heaven soon. Your garments may be soiled with dust now. They will be white by and by. Wait a little longer. Ah, how despicable our troubles and trials will seem when we look back then upon them. Looking at them here in the prospect, they seem immense, but when we get to heaven, we will then... With transporting joys recount the labors of our feet. Our trials will then seem like light and momentary affliction, says Paul in the word of God. Let us go on boldly. If the night be ever so dark, the morning comes, which is more than they can say who are shut up in the darkness of hell. Do you know what it is thus to live on the future, to live on expectation, to antedate heaven? Happy believer, to have so sure, so comforting a hope. It may all be dark now in your life, but it will soon be light. It may be all trial now, but it will soon be all happiness. What matters it, though, 
Weeping may endure for a night when joy comes in the morning. In other words, what difference does it make though weeping may endure for a night when joy comes in the morning? And friends, that morning of joy will be an eternal morning of joy with no darkness to come, no grief and no pain, an eternal morning of joy. That's what we have to look forward to. That's the promise of the Old Testament and the New Testament. Well, today our reading will be in the Lexham English Bible, which doesn't use capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D for Yahweh, but instead just uses the Hebrew equivalent of God's name as best we know how to pronounce it, which is Yahweh. So pay attention to that as we read Psalm chapter 29, verse 1 in the Lexham English Bible. Ascribe to Yahweh, O sons of God. Ascribe to Yahweh glory and strength. Ascribe to Yahweh the glory due his name. Worship Yahweh in holy array. The voice of Yahweh is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. Yahweh is over many waters. The voice of Yahweh is powerful. The voice of Yahweh is majestic. The voice of Yahweh breaks the cedars. Yahweh shatters even the cedars of Lebanon, and he makes them skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of Yahweh flashes flames of fire. The voice of Yahweh shakes the wilderness. Yahweh shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of Yahweh causes deer to give birth and strips the forests bare, and at his temple all in it say glory. Yahweh sits enthroned at the flood, and Yahweh sits as king forever. May Yahweh give strength to his people. May Yahweh bless his people with peace. Amen. So just remember that the name of God, the name he revealed himself to Moses as, and many others in the Bible, is the name Yahweh. And it may be different for us to hear it said so many times, but that's what the Bible is saying. That Modern translators just choose to use capital L-O-R-D there because uh, of an enduring tradition among the Hebrews that it is uh, possible to say the Lord's name in vain, which is what that command is talking about, not saying the name Yahweh in vain. And so they want to be careful about doing that. And I understand that, but I don't believe it is a sin to read the word of God with God's name in it. Psalm chapter 30, verse 1, I will exalt you, O Yahweh, because you have drawn me up and have not made my enemies rejoice over me. O Yahweh, my God, I cried for help to you and you healed me. O Yahweh, you have brought my life up from Sheol. You preserved me alive from those going down to the pit. Sing praises to Yahweh, you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy fame. For there is a moment in his anger, there is lifetime in his favor. Weeping lodges for the evening, but in the morning comes rejoicing. But as for me, I had said in my prosperity, I shall not be moved ever. O Yahweh, by your favor, you caused my strong mountain to stand. You hid your face. I was bewildered. To you, O Yahweh, I called, and to the Lord I pleaded for grace, saying, What grain is there in my death, in my going down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? O Yahweh, hear and be gracious to me. O Yahweh, be my helper. You've turned my wailing into dancing. You've removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, so that I may sing praises to you and not be quiet. O Yahweh, my God, I will give thanks to you forever. Amen. I'm going to read verse 11 again because it's so amazing. Lord, do this for those that are listening now. You have turned my wailing into my dancing. You have removed my sackcloth 
and clothed me with joy. Amen. Let it be. Let's close with our Bible memory verses for the month of August. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Good day to you, friends, and Godspeed.